am so honored to be honored here tonight at this imaginary event. <laughs> First of all, RuPaul, the Rosetta Stone of drag. <laughs> you are such a kinky bitch. You've been edging Shangela for like 11 years now. <laughs> and we all just sat and watched, so I guess we're complicit. <laughs> and then Ross Matthews, you look great. I'll have whatever intestinal parasite she's having. <laughs> and Evie Oddly. Now, Evie Oddly has been objectified a lot this season, and I don't want to contribute to that. Anyway, here's some dick jokes. <laughs> Evie Oddly's dick is so big, when she tucks, she has to tape it between her shoulder blades. Evie Oddly's dick is so big, it has its own heartbeat. <laughs> Evie Oddly's dick is so big, when I was doing a line of coke off of it, I had time to stop and reflect and realized I'd become my mother. <laughs> <laughs> then there's Trinity, Trinity, my goodness, so kind and compassionate and caring. She even let her last boyfriend down easy. She said, let's just be cousins. <laughs> now, before Trinity comes up here and gives it her best shot, just remember, she was raised by snake handlers in Appalachia. Thank you! I think it's worth listening to the winner of the season's roast again, Mary. Well, I mean, at this point, it, it's, uh, it's a, abundantly obvious where things are going. And, it's nobody uh, else's game right now. No, no. I mean, at this point, it's who else is going to be in the top four. Exactly. Uh, after this week, Jenks, I mean, she has four. Jada has three. Mm -hmm. And Trinity has three? And Trinity has three. So technically, the three of them are, are the lock. I think there's a little bit of an Easter egg in RuPaul, RuPaul's closing message oh, this week. Yes. About you have one more chance to win Legendary Legends stars. But Yes. <laughs> but I would also feel like if... And I, I, this is not because, you know, this is not, I know she's been writing love letters and I haven't been answering them. But if like Shay suddenly got three stars in the last challenge, she'd be like, well, it just feels weird if any of them who were like, you know what I mean? So I don't want there to be too big of a twist in the last episode, I guess. I hear you. I feel like the twist, it's kind of like when, I don't know, when you watched Global Guts or when you watched, I don't know, any game show, you could even count like Final Jeopardy as this. There needs to be some sort of suspense at the end. It, you can't just be like, oh, well, it's definitely not this person. I feel like they, they, they built in a twist so that at least next week is going to be similar to the one week where they gave out two stars. Mm -hmm. And either other queens are going to give another star to another queen or a queen is like next week's challenge is going to be worth two stars because then Shay could be tied for three. Uh, Raja and um, Evie and Monette, they could get to four. Right. So it really is anybody's game, because if 
Shay gets to three stars next week and she's like one of the winners, then there's going to be like a, a walk off. You know what I mean? Between the three to get to the top four. Well, that's what I was thinking is like what will happen is now there's some queens vying for the fourth spot. Like maybe three of them are a lock or you uh-huh. know, or two or whatever, two. you know. And so, uh, you know, now now it's actual lip sync for your life of like, well, who's going to get to the, the finale? Um, all that being said, the fact that My Little Jada Bear is pretty much guaranteed a spot in that top four is pretty much all I needed. You know what I mean? Like, that was my hope from week two. Mary, if Jinx Monsoon had to be rolled into work each day, Jada made a video in Paris. She did, and she did her own rolling at work, rolling joints because she was stoned out of her gourd. The whole time made it to the finale, I'm just saying it now, stoned. That is, uh, that's why we need to legalize marijuana. Stoned for the gods, right? She's she's, stoned for the gods. She stones all of her tights. She stones her outfits. She stones her face, you know. Did you stone those tights? Yes, she did. (laughs) She did, actually. That was her that stoned them. Yeah. Uh, Jinx Monsoon's roast. I I, I was worried at the promo last week. I was like, oh, I wonder if they gave us all of the good jokes. But, and, and, you know, granted, like, Jinx, I think they showed, like, three jokes of Jinx's last week. But I was not disappointed hearing Jinx again. I mean, completely in her element. In the same way, like, Bianca in the stand-up challenge of season six, it was like, oh, I mean, unless something really crazy happens, you're obviously going to win this week. And, I mean, this is not going to be, like, whatever other challenge it was. I guess maybe it was the the graduation speeches where I was like, I don't know about Mm. Jinx, but I will say Monet was robbed at the exchange. She was robbed. Monet was... The it was some of the funniest material I've ever seen on Drag Race. Teeth of a baby is Are my favorite joke. Me? No, I am not. That was a wonderful joke, Mary. But that's that's a hyperbole. Like that's going a little far. Trinity was definitely too. If there wasn't, if there was somebody that was robbed, it was going to be the Vivian. Well, I think it like good thing that Jinx won because she wrote Trinity's jokes. So. Uh, <laughs> I think the Vivian also could have been top two. Could have been the Vivian or Monet. I thought Monet was excellent this week. I liked Monet's uh, teeth of a baby joke. But, you know, to be honest with you, much like Trinity's, they changed it to drag queen. I feel like the assist here was Jada going, <laughs> covering her mouth and going, bitch. I think that was it. Uh, otherwise, I think you're gaslighting me right now. I know. No, absolutely no, not. No, don't overuse that term. Absolutely um, not. I think I, Monet was excellent. And... I'm not gaslighting you. I'm letting you know that my opinion is very different. I'm not saying that uh, what your experience was wrong. So, yeah, let's just clear that out of the air. I, nobody was gaslighting today. I was gaslit on my own podcast. Um, yeah, I hate that. Oh, Mary. <laughs> so I... I do. I think Monet was, it was like, what was last week? There was some, you know, other challenges where she's like just completely in her element. Like just, I. Yeah, Monet won last week because of the dance challenge. Yeah. The branding challenge. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and in a way, you know, of course Jinx won. And it's that kind of double-edged sword of like, uh, it's almost a little like predictable now, you know? Yeah. Um, Yeah. I don't know. Monet was funny. I 
I didn't really love the, I thought the sheet cake joke went really long and it wasn't, you know what I mean? I don't know. I don't because I thought she was great. <laughs> I thought she was so good. Um, yeah. But uh, And but Nessence of Beauty wasn't as funny as RuPaul thought it was. Well, let's just check the videotape. Next up is a queen who's going to come here and cool things down. <laughs> she is the Messence of Beauty. Fix the noise for Jada. <laughs> oh I love the way that Monet laughed at her own joke. I thought that was so charming. Monet and, is so charming. And yeah, like, right. so, you know, and I also thought what I liked about it was that she was obviously using cue cards. She was obviously reading off the cards, but she made it so that the joke was part of her, like, reading, like, with, with Jinx, or it was like her one woman show. Oh, no, there was one woman at her, or, you know, yeah, one person so at her a show. Funny, yes, that's um, a funny way to do it. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. she, I, otherwise, it would have been like, Monet, look up. But I thought that was clever to use. The, use the cards as part of the uh, part of the gag, because um, you know, I mean, Shay, for example, didn't look at the cards at all, and they said untucked. She didn't even have any notes; she just had names. And I thought that was very impressive. But I wish she had jokes. Yeah, you know the the Jada jokes were funny, um, or at least they were, you know, clever. I got them. Skinny little bitch, uh, earring backs as a bracelet, tampon as a flotation device. Uh, you know, the funhouse mirror joke, I guess, was kind of funny. But the Monet joke did just kind of, it was kind of like, what? Dark yeah. side of the moon. People were, you know, I feel like this whole roast, the whole cast and crew and judging panel was just like, laugh. Just laugh. Mm -hmm. I keep, uh, not I keep, I saw on social media that people are calling this like the best roast of all time. It's very easy to say that when everybody is laughing and they don't have any kind of shady jokes, even my 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 winner jade essence hall like mary she bombed she bombed she made up for it as best as she could which was great and that's what a winner should do um but yeah she bombed right and and yet it wasn't there was nothing shady about it this is the magic of editing because like this was no better than you know, Pheromone or you uh -huh. know, Alexis Michelle or the last two times Trinity did, Trinity did a roast. I feel like it was like just as disastrous. I mean, she definitely saved it, but I think it's really like you're seeing the All-Star 7 filter even on something like that. That would be a classic shade rattle, silence, shuffling mm -hmm. the notes, definitely in the bottom energy. Yeah, definitely in the bottom. Uh, you know, to Michelle's credit, I think Michelle pointed this out. It's like, well... When you looked up and you were off script, you were great. Mm -hmm. And that's, that, that is when she shined. That's when she always shines. Um, yeah, I really, I, I really, really liked the roast. And I saw some of the holes. Uh, and we'll, we'll talk about those later. Is this the best roast of all time, Mary? I can't say that I remember the other roasts enough to know. I do think it was very funny. I do think that it was overall very successful but i also feel like um i mean again the editing i feel like you know yeah. viv just tweeted, i manipulated it yeah yeah and viv had tweeted about how like oh they cut some of her best jokes so it's also a sense of like mm. i i really think trinity got you know it, it felt like she was being given the top two oh. by the grace of editing and like the storyline of third times the charm but like i i mean I I really feel like I mean 
we could disagree on Viv on, on Monet, but Viv was also easily a contender yes. for top two. And I would have put her as the top two, probably over Trinity, if I'm being honest. Absolutely. Yeah. And I yeah. think that it just started to resonate that like I don't know if I can compare this to other seasons because the editing's different. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. I think it would be weird to you know, I was surprised. Some of the best jokes in the rehearsal with Ross and Solomon were cut. Like Jada's Trinity's accent is a, uh, is a, is so southern that even Jim Jim Crow would fuck it. You have Raja, the oh my god, the twenty five cents a day to keep her alive joke. Right. Uh, the 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 roll the more this morning I rolled a big fatty. That's how we get James in the building. Like those jokes were cut. I and I think that you know Raja was maybe the closest to kind of giving a roast that felt like, oh, we're going to, it's almost going to feel like a comedy central roast. You're going to go places. You're going to say things Uh that maybe you shouldn't say. And, you know, quote unquote, shouldn't say. And I think that was maybe because of this edit, what was lacking was that like, none of the reads were even that like harsh. Right. Right. You know, and I like one of Viv's was a joke about like Trinity being canceled more times than AJ and the queen. And, (laughs) and it feels like, could you not show that because that's not part of the narrative or there is a Netflix mm-hmm. thing? Like it just starts yeah. to feel like, you know, bumper bowling, you know? And so, um, it yeah, makes it we don't of... mean to shit on this roast, but like, I you just, know, we're, I wish it was we're more well salt on it. Yeah. yeah me too. Yeah. Me too. Um, not that I want to see them fail, but I do want to see all of the funny jokes. And I want you know to see what I mean? them go nasty because we also know, I mean, you can just go on YouTube and see the, the roasts on the, the like work the world tour or whatever the um, maybe it was the old tours where they would do the roasts and yeah. um, and they're just brutal. And it's just like, oh, man, wouldn't it be great if wouldn't it be great? Wouldn't it be great if they had Bianca Del Rio, another winner, come back for this challenge? Sorry, like Ronan Farrow's great. Solomon was great. But like, where was the other winner? You know what I mean? Like, like this yeah. seems like the challenge to bring back Bianca Del Rio. I well, you know, it really felt like in some ways that there was some some casting shuffling because I felt like if anything, this was the week to have Nikki Glaser and oh. then have Ronan Farrow at the graduation speech thing because he's a writer yeah. and you know, and then the other guy, the little uh, you know rehearsal guy, have it Solomon? be Nikki. Yeah, I I didn't feel that we saw him give any really meaningful feedback. Have it be Nikki Mm-mm. Glaser instead, you know. He, that's absolutely right. Nikki was there for the graduation speech. I'm yeah, pretty she was. sure because yeah. I remember her doing. She was some... holding her heart. I remember yep. holding her chest. Celine Dion. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's interesting. Okay, so we are kind of we're crushing up this turd. Uh, well, this no. roast, not this turd. But go and ahead. and we'll get to it later. But I also think the only reason we were given the presence of Wintergreen was because Kennedy couldn't make it. Yeah, Mary, I agree totally. Except I agree. by Zoom. <laughs> yeah, we got. Zoom Kennedy. Oh, Zoom Kennedy is sh- better than no Kennedy, Mary, but it was Zoom Kennedy. Zoom Kennedy. It was Zoom Kennedy not looking in the camera, lighting's <laughs> off. Like it the was sound was off. It was yeah. a season two audition tape. <laughs> Breaking news. <laughs> and yet, and yet, we love Kennedy. Like, I, I didn't sh- care. I didn't care. It's I part of the care. charm. It's part of the charm <laughs> is that Kennedy had to read it because she doesn't memorize well. And, that, like, it is a little bit off, but it's also like, no, I think I got it. And and I was so charmed by it anyway. And it could have been uh, our clip of the week. So It really, yeah, no, absolutely could have been. Yes, that's, you're right. That's the goddamn Davenport of it all. Yeah. She filmed that segment in the same closet 
that RuPaul filmed herself saying Ronan Farrow in. Yes, exactly. Or there was something else last week. Oh, when Ru was describing the the runways last week. Several many oh, reveals. Yeah. Several yeah. many reveals. Yeah, I feel like every single time we say Ronan Farrow, we have to cover cover our mouths. Mm-hmm. So it's- yeah, because <laughs> this was not the plan. But then he came yeah, up to her in a Gelson's, and she's like, all right, fine. We can't get Nikki That's Glaser right. that we get Kennedy oh sick. Yeah. Wait, Gelson's is out there? What else is out there? Uh, is Publix out there? No. No. Safeway, I think, is out there. Safeway. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Maybe it's Safeway. That but Rue might about. go to. No, you know what? Rue, at this point, Michelle's probably got to go to Erwan. <laughs> go to Erwan, get the Fuji chicken salad. <laughs> Michelle, you know I don't like that stuff. Yeah, I, you Michelle, know, I, don't, I, I eat legumes. <laughs> right. Stupid. That's great. Stupid. I think we have it. Stupid. We got it. <laughs> yeah. No, imagine. Oh my God. Uh, could you imagine RuPaul standing in line, you know, with whatever food she's getting? Yeah. Uh, the, the fact that, I don't know, I feel like this is also a made up story. It's like RuPaul did not go to the supermarket. You know? No, of course not. RuPaul is getting, RuPaul's Instacart, practically an investor yeah. in Instacart. Like that's. Yeah, there's somebody that's doing that shit for her. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, just the fantasy. I feel like this is something for Liam Draws Drag Queens or uh, Shane Gillardi to draw is Ronan Farrow accosting RuPaul. Mm-hmm. Like it's aggressive. And RuPaul is very upset about it. And maybe like storms out of the supermarket or throws a cucumber at her. I'm imagining like a like a like a page in a comic book, like four or five panels, and there's yes. like a close up of like RuPaul's face and the eyes, like who's that, and like dropping an orange, yeah, because mm. of course it's in and, the produce section. Yeah, and, yes, it's in the produce section, and of course there's there's a smack, you know, and, and it's like a big, psh, mm-hmm. and she walks away. Yeah, uh, click, 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 click. You know, there's the little they show uh, it saying click, 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 click. Yeah, click, click, yeah click, of course, click, she yeah. Walks away. Um, but I I will say I wonder if. The only reason RuPaul really knows who Ronan Farrow is is because of Mia Farrow. Um, I don't think RuPaul really was in on all of the journalism stuff, had to be told that stuff. Or maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, uh, but hey, I mean, I'll take a, a Mia Farrow connection. Like, Yeah. I was waiting for enough. somebody. I was waiting for somebody or RuPaul, you know, Ronan Farrow was like, oh, I'm so happy that you asked me to be here. And RuPaul to go, me too. I, you know, it was just a missed opportunity, but. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Are you married? Well, uh, <laughs> I thought it was going to be a Rosemary's Baby joke. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh yeah. I see, I see. <laughs> Did you enjoy seeing our queens? All of them witches. <laughs> <laughs> and herbs, mostly. Herbs mostly. Herbs mostly. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And I'm glad there was no, you know, Woody jokes. You know, right. Right. (laughs) Well, also, like, and I don't. I I know very little about Ronan Farrow, but like, it's we're we're all supposed to fully understand that Frank Sinatra's his father, right? Because, um, you know, the the put two faces together and generate what your baby would look like is Mia Farrow plus Frank Sinatra. I'm not up on all of that stuff oh. or, you know, the gossip and whatever. Like, I just know Ronan Farrow has the same last name as Mia Farrow and that she claims him as her son. Right. Like, that's just what I know to be true. And I don't know of anything else. Well, one of our, you know, Rat Pack Marys out there will will clarify. But like, he certainly doesn't look like Woody. I think we can all come together on that one. 
Oh, I see. So it's claimed that that's his father? I don't know. I don't actually know. I, I feel like one of my friends had said that of like, oh, is he like that this kind of like this open secret that Woody's not his father. But I'm like, that is that is Nathan Lane is gay open secret. Like, yeah, very oh, obviously. Oh, I see. Frank Sinatra is his father, you know? I see. I see. Well, Mary, let's let's pick apart some of the nuances in this roast episode and get started. I just want to praise the queens, all of the queens, in particular uh, Raja, for their run post-runway looks. Raja's in particular this week I absolutely loved with that gray wig and the multicolored dusty dots. I just think she looks so chic and stunning every shot of her. Once she got to really perform in it this week, coming back into the workroom and strutting around, looking in the mirror. I mean, I I think the isolated clip of her pointing the plunger at the queens and mm. going, cunts, is just yeah. really, I think, sums up why this is an amazing television show. You know, like, mm. nowhere else on television are there eight people in high drag and one of them's pointing a bedazzled, bejeweled plunger at them and saying, cunts. No one. No one's doing this. Checked. No, they're not. They're um, not. One of our one of our Marys pointed out the funny editing. Uh, there's Shea Coulee in the confessional saying, "Can the next challenge be a hot dog eating contest?" Cut to Shea on her knees. Oh, oh, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> it's funny. Is she Blink eating hot dogs? Is she, yeah, is um, she eating hot dogs? Well, she is could she eating be. Hot dogs? Cool, she could be. Uh, well, you know, I just. When she said that, I I noticed or I remembered the edit from a few weeks prior when Monet made the same joke about a hot dog eating contest, and I thought, oh guys, oh wow, is I that a is what do you? Th- I don't, I don't remember know. Monet it's just so that joke. It was like Maybe a few weeks ago, and she was like, oh, it was next week, a hot dog eating contest or something like oh, that. I think it's when she was okay. blocked, maybe. But, oh, I see. And I it was see, just I like see. a weird I mean, there's repeated jokes on drag race, but like hot dog eating contest is usually not like the go to, you know? Um well I mean it's it's a sexual innuendo, so I guess I would expect to hear it, right? Two times in one season. This is all stars. <laughs> really Blanche. Really two Blanche. times. <laughs> two hot dogs in one, one season. <laughs> How will you fit them all in your throat? <laughs> two um, wieners. One two season. wieners. <laughs> two wieners. wieners. <laughs> Mary, uh, have you ever been to a hot dog eating contest? I mean, no. I wouldn't. I've seen like clips of the Coney Island one. You know what the problem is? The buns get dipped in water. That is disgusting. We are not seagulls. Yeah. Disgusting. Disgusting. Which Disgusting. one of you dipped a hot dog bun in water and didn't flush? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I watched a whole documentary about uh, the Coney Island hot dog eating contest. These folks are fit as fuck. Yeah, little Kobayashi. He was, he's practically a hot dog himself. Oh, my God. He's a turkey Brilliant. Frank. I don't know how it all works. And to be honest with you, Mary... I don't want to know. Nope. I like. I do not want to know what the evening of the hot dog eating contest or even the subsequent couple of days looks like because you're really working the factory overtime at that point. The factory? The factory. You really got to pay your parts time and a half at that point. Mary, what did you think about the season 14 mini challenge being used for the All-Stars 7 
mini challenge roast episode. They just love this challenge. I think it's, I think it's fine if they want to repeat this. Um, yeah, I, I guess so, right? I mean, I was expecting more jokes for the All Star Seven, but we got way more kind of like giggle fest on season 14, especially because Maddie Morphosis right, was there. Right. Yeah. The Georges thing. I was surprised that, that RuPaul didn't let Jinx back up on it. I feel like as a producer, I'm not a producer, but if I was a producer, I'd be like, Oh yes, that's gold. Let's yeah. That. Right. Like let's change it up a little bit. And I mean, I think, yeah, I guess I, I maybe I did expect a little bit more having just seen it. I will say, uh, you know, you had texted me, I guess maybe it was yesterday, about Cameo. And so, and I had been poking yes. around on Cameo, and I noticed that both Bruno and Bryce are available on Cameo. <gasps> oh. And so I thought, oh, let me watch. <laughs> Bless their little hearts. Their cotton <laughs> socks that they wear on their dicks. I watched their little, you know, their examples of what they had. And, you know, Bryce, he's got it. He's got it figured out. He's, he, you know, he... There's there are synapses going on between those two ears. Bruno is just Wait. the sweetest, <laughs> simplest little gooseberry that I've ever held in my palm. He is just the sweetest angel, and he is, I mean, just a a mylar balloon full of love. A mylar balloon full yeah, of love. It's well, just a, it's just flowing there, smiling, mm-hmm. and make sure. You have a piece of cake for me. It's one of his videos. It's like, it's so cute, but it's also like, oh, oh, this gives me so much context to you, Bruno. I see you differently now. Okay. Okay. Interesting. And I think that's interesting. Is he gay or is he also straight? I don't know. He, it's hard to tell. He's that, he's that kind of guy where it's like, I don't know. I like Mm. he would do finger hearts, but that doesn't tell me anything. Interesting finger hearts. He would definitely do finger hearts. Wait, he did. Okay, he, so he would definitely, but you didn't see him do. I them. didn't see the finger hearts, uh, and so I don't know if they were. I, I didn't see the tights. I don't know if they were ripped, but I do um, <laughs> think that he would do finger hearts. Finger hearts are not. I mean, I'm putting people in a box. I'm painting with a broad brush, Marys. I know, but they're not a straight male thing to do i'm just saying you know finger hearts like straight guys will give you like a, a crooked like a peace sign pointed at two o'clock you know what i mean uh-huh uh they'll give you <laughs> you know right like like right by their like right nipple they'll give you a peace sign that's then pointed to the two o'clock um that's what they'll do or they'll do some kind of like you know bullhorns thing but they will not give you uh finger hearts yeah, Finger Hearts is uh, not. Anyway, Mary, uh, yeah, the one that I thought won this mini challenge in terms of how they performed it was Raja. Oh, my gosh, Raja. Absolutely. The hair, the walk, that she little strut. She knew what to do. It was yeah. so good. I mean, I think Raja, th- this whole ha- episode, this whole season, the the, like, other than when she was playing it really heavy in Santa School for Girls, uh, the, the genuine don't give a fuck energy is so uh-huh. like yep. big BSA energy this whole season. Yeah, like, no, it, it's really great. It's yeah. it's really great, and so in a way, it makes me appreciate the Santa School for Girls because she's like she's doing almost like a parody of herself. Mary, this season. I know, I know. Yeah, I mean, you. <laughs> you got to let it marinate. You got to let it. Yeah, you got to let it marinate. That John Waters esque performance, like it was. 
she was very aware of what was going on and then went there. And I, you, you, you got to give it to her, Biella. Raja, 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 Raja. She still don't have that on the soundboard. Yeah, we don't. We don't. And we need it. But yeah. she, for whatever reason, um, not for whatever reason, she came into this knowing what this was, is not going to stress out about it, knows this is about fans, knows this is about exposure. And I just don't. You know, it's just playing the game. And I like that we know she is. And I think it's great. And she has been doing very well on the runways, um, you know, despite whatever Viola Chachki, uh and Got Mick agrees with Viola Chachki has to mm. say. Yeah, I mean, I guess so, Gorge. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God, Gorge. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right, Mary. So, anyway, yes, we, <laughs> uh, we, we learn what this challenge is. They have to, you know, uh, have this roast. It's Kennedy's. Uh, again, it was a missed opportunity to have Kennedy there in person. Um, but you know, it is what it is. I guess it was COVID or who knows? I mean, hey, man, who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Just like not being able to travel at a certain point. Maybe she's on tour, but after the rehearsal is when the like not so subtle strategizing comes in where like on survivor, they would like go off to get water together or like look for firewood. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, or go to the bathroom and you know, it would, people would meet out in the forest away There's from somewhere camp to go. To strategize. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I just think it's, I like that Jinx and the others, uh, was it Shay or no, maybe it was Jinx was mouthing to Evie. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just so clever. It was like, yeah, of course. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Of course we know what you're doing over there. Monet, well, no, your voice, your voice is louder than Johnny's dad's voice in a movie theater. Hey, hey, J- John, who, who are you going to block tonight? Yeah. Um. <laughs> John. John, does the fish die? Yeah. Who's going to top four? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, right, right, right. Well, and I just love like the the perfect metaphor of Monet's like bass whisper and the way that it's like when when Jinx says, "Well, when you talk this low, it's actually even easier to tell." And yeah. so, like, the harder Monet strategizes, the more obvious it is and like not strategic it is. <laughs> yeah, at this point, I think strategy is kind of out. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think I, I don't think it's going to come back into play. Yeah, I agree. I mean, at this point, there is one more challenge. Um, I do want I think it is now appropriate to kind of like talk about the Easter egg at the end. Um, I would have clipped it, but, you know, tech difficulties today. But <clears throat> RuPaul says, you know, it's your last chance to earn legendary legend stars where there's a will. There's a way. And they show Shay Coulee. <laughs> Yep, yep. They cut to Shea Coulee. Where there's and... a will, there's a Shay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Where there's a Coulee, there's a way. Like it like they couldn't have made it more obvious. Um, you know, whether that means she's gonna benefit from the twist or not, I do think that they were messaging to the audience, don't count Shay out. And I, I just read that loud and clear. Well, and I think that like if if there isn't a twist, then like next week, there isn't really a reason for Jinx or Shay to try that hard. 
because uh-huh. Jinx is guaranteed a spot and Jay, and Shay is guaranteed not to not have a spot. So like it kind of takes the wind out of both of their sails to do anything other than finish the last challenge. So I feel like this like they have to do this to like create some stakes. And and equally like it's not that big of a deal that they're removing the plunger from the game because it's like, well, yeah, there's one more it's one more. Who like it it feels silly at this point to keep the plunger thing up. Mary, if they're keeping the stakes, can they keep some hot dogs too? I mean, is there going to be a hot dog eating contest? I don't know. So, so I'm just saying, yeah. you know, they got to keep the stakes high, so they're going to keep the hot dogs there keep too. Keep the hot dogs low. You better keep your stakes high, your hot dogs, hot low. dogs low, keep yeah. your buns dry, and that uh-huh. means in both contexts, you know. Yes, keep uh, your buns dry, but lubricated if needed. Yeah, keep your buns dry, but, you know. A little and, butter, and, you know, put yeah, some butter on put it. put some butter on it. Um, well, you know, and I, I think this is a good reminder, you know, earlier in the episode that Jada is um, – an expert top, and as she says, whatever you want from behind is what you're going to get, baby, and then gives a couple of thumbs up. So I think taking oh. a book from the Messence of Beauty, the four seasons of Jada Messence Hall. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, you know, I think we can talk about this. Here's my conspiracy theory. The question came up in Untucked, who fucked Monet? And I just love that phrase. Like, I think Monet tweeted something like... Uh, uh, a merch idea, right? Who fucked Monet? I love saying it like that. I think like that's how I need to always say it. Who fucked Monet? Um, it's just brilliant. Put that on everything. Um, who fucked Monet? Who but fucked Monet. <laughs> who Capital fucked letters Monet? fucked. Yeah. <laughs> who fucked Monet? But uh, I, well, I know not. I know. I'm fairly certain it is Evie fucking oddly. Like. I mean, who else is it gonna be? The here's my conspiracy theory, and I think this would be like great and would be so juicy. It's actually Jada. Oh <laughs> uh, well, you know, honestly, that would sync up the with loudest the loudest one season. in the room. You know, yep, just and, pretending like who is it? Who who did it? Who yep. did it? <laughs> and she says earlier in the season, it was a clip we had that she talked about her strategy was to like look good that's the easy part which is what she's done <clears throat> and she's won ball challenges and whatnot and then to be investigator and to like mm. figure out these queens and then to not have a plan and so she is <laughs> so she's doing all of those things you think she doesn't have a plan she's investigating hard she's looking good doing it mm. it's jada it's jada essence hall yeah jada fucked monet jada fucked monet yeah. Which I put love. That, this. Put on, put out, put that on the clue card. Put it in the little envelope. You know, mm-hmm. I, I think that's it. Uh, Jada fucked Monet in the workroom with a candelabra, with the silicone lube. Yeah, I mean, I love the size dynamic with the plunger. There it is yeah, with, with the, the plunger. plunger. That's why they had to hang up the plunger. <laughs> it had Monet's ass juice all over. Yeah, it. <laughs> and they were like, you know, this COVID times, we gotta. We don't know where it is Monkey these pox. days. Monkeypox. Yeah, we don't know who's right. getting what where anyhow. So let's just enough with the plunger. It yeah. goes back into Michelle Visage's rectum, which is a phrase I never thought I'd get to say. Again, this show being another unprecedented kind of version of a reality show. Um, Mary's chime in. Who fucked Monet? Yeah. And why wasn't it Jada? Who fucked Monet? I love that so much. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, we get another Franklin, your ass is mint reference. We get at least it's correct this time. Your ass is yep. mint. Mm. I, you know, a lot of repeated lines, a lot of, uh, there's another one later. I was like, I've heard that 
that joke before. So uh, a lot of we, we got a gotcha gal. We got a uh, Vivian uh-huh. almost saying I yep. got you, girl. Right? Yep. Like it was, yep. it was there. Girl, she didn't say gal, but yeah. Well, you know, there. RuPaul is the only one who says you got me, girl. Right, yeah. Uh, maybe Vivian said girl this time to make RuPaul yeah. feel better. Yeah, she's like, no, you, you did it right that time. You were you yeah. you are in on got the it. joke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool. We got cool. another cool. We did Love get another it. cool. Yeah, that's become a rattle in the workroom. Yeah. Yes, yes. And I hope soon a rattle on our on our soundboard. Oh, it, it did because we did miss a week of getting that on. So it will it will join the ranks. It will be with, you know, Trinity's porch. It'll be with the oops. It'll be with the ears. Raja, 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 yeah. Raja, got them soundboards on. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, you uh-huh. know, we haven't That's we haven't good. hit that button much lately. Maybe I'll just uh, just real quick. Greetings, Earthlings. <laughs> I feel better. I just if we don't, we don't get paid if we don't play it. Sorry. <laughs> we don't. There was a wonderful message from Sister Mary Costa this week that we'll talk about on nuance um, that I just thought was brilliant. But they started the email with greetings, Earthlings. And then in like. A special font underneath. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, got the mirrors on. on. Uh, I was like, oh, please, every time. Yeah. Every time. I'm just like so happy we like stumbled on that seashell on this beach. And they're like, no, we're going to take this home and we're going to play with it every day. Yeah. A, a seashell, not to be confused with. A seahorse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, so not we to be get confused with. with... <laughs> Correct. Yes. Correct. Um, we get Wintergreen. I fully expected this to be Kennedy. So I was a little I was a little disappointed until I realized, oh, all Wintergreen is doing is quoting and honoring Kennedy Goddamn Davenport. I mean, it was a roller coaster of emotions because I was expecting Kennedy and then it wasn't, but then it was Wintergreen, and I have a long relationship with Sarge. And mm, I know you do. To, I, yeah. it, it meant so much to see him again, to see her it's a again. for me. I mean, he sat on my face, and then he left. So. Well, you know, uh, you got to just learn how to breathe through one nostril. You know, that's uh, you got to learn how to breathe through the corner of your mouth. Like um, Irma Gerd? Yeah, you got to breathe like Irma Gerd. You got to go, Irma Gerd, sit on my face. Yeah. Uh, I'm quoting, uh, not quoting, I'm referencing Canada's Drag Race, uh, the opening episode. Irma Gerd comes into the workroom with a tissue up one of her nostrils, and then... <laughs> Sniffs it out. <laughs> she does. Anyone want a boogie? Yeah. <laughs> a boogie on down. So listen, what I loved about Winter Green quoting Kennedy Goddamn Davenport is it's actually a pretty deep cut from the first season of the new format of Untucked that existed on YouTube. And it was from season seven, which is... N- notorious for being bad and one of the worst seasons of drag race which we know is it's not um i just love that they chose this very random little speech i do too it it was i think we talked about this on an only marys when we talked about like son of a preacher man or so wherever we saw someone performing son of a preacher man where it was like Oh, uh-huh. I, I never really listened to what those lyrics were saying. And there was like a little bit of a moment with that where like when Wintergreen like took her time and said, had gutted me and set me mm. on fire. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is dark. Really, really this fucking dark. dark as fuck. And we've just been. Yes. And I don't want to be that person, but I couldn't help but feel like because she took her time with it. There was like you could almost hear yeah. Rue and the judges and like Ronan Farrow <laughs> going like, oh, is this a 
Is this a thing you guys joke? Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but it was like again, it's it's a it's a drag race reference, but like it, it's fucking dark. Come on, it's fucking dark. <laughs> um, it is really dark. When Kennedy is giving she's on the couch in Untucked with Katya and Ginger Minge, because mm-hmm. I guess they were safe that week. Um, she's saying this and they cut to Ginger and Ginger's eyes widen, like, holy fuck. Uh-huh. And then the the ensuing conversation is like, so basically, you needed to fit this look into the theme of the week, right? Right. And like Kennedy's this... like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's a great it's a great Kennedy moment. They could have like strung together a lot of Kennedy Davenport sings, right? Um, they could have done uh, opinions are like buttholes. Everybody's got one. Uh, and then into uh, a woo, shut up, right? She tightens the screws because we all love a tight screw, a woo, right? Um, she, what? what's the other one that she has? Uh, I don't um, know. Kennedy's I'm old school with a touch of new school. Uh, Maybe they could have know. just had her go, oh, 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 okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah. she's beautiful like oh, she's a beautiful <laughs> or, or maybe wintergreen could have just come out with just half a dress in her panties and started yelling at someone uh, <laughs> that's my favorite is. untucked moment of kennedy is you don't have to apologize <laughs> with half a rainbow dress on it, that's uh, high that diva. season is so good like, I mean, people shit on that season kennedy at avonport was on that season kennedy. um fuck my drag i have uh courtesy of one of our marys there's a cross stitch on my wall uh, fuck my drag, which is great. Fuck my drag, right? And then what else does she have? Um, she, oh, oh, she gives me Valley, but you really go to Compton. Compton, yeah, Compton, yeah, Compton, Compton. <laughs> She's giving uh, you Valley, but it's really Compton. Uh, that is such a funny quote. Uh, um, in any event, you know, at least her picture got to be on the little on the little podium the whole time, so that felt mm. good. That felt like representation. And um, I will say that in Untucked, Wintergreen really shines. She gets to really chit-chat with the queens, and it's it's very sweet. And um, and I love Sarge. I just think um, – I know there was so much talk of straight men in drag with Maddie last season, but I love Sarge's version of, like, a straight man in drag. And, you know, even when they ask, like, so what, what does your wife think of it? Of course, I got very jealous, but I thought, you know – yeah, I bet she does get a kick out of it. Like I the the spirit of Sarge in drag feels appropriate. Yeah, I agree. Um also Peppermint is the mother. I it just everything makes mm-hmm. sense there. Um how he transforms the the, the the sassy attitude. Sarge is uh lovely. Uh there was calls for, you know, Wintergreen to come back for a while to do whatever. So I'm glad that she made the appearance, especially on this season. Um, you know, it just kind of makes sense to me. She's a winner, baby. She's uh I'm so happy. So um anyway, let's maybe uh get I mean we've kind of talked about some of these these yeah we have so um what did you think of evie's you know i uh i think that evie really shined with that jink that read of jinx and that like the hairline the impression oh my god the impression was what was so funny about it i thought that was great i thought there was like a great like in terms of like the economy of words joke of like uh she put the star in one star like i think Mm -hmm. that is a great little dig at shay uh, I thought Evie was was really good. It felt like, I mean, obviously we know they're all edited, but you could feel that like maybe she was a little nervous in the beginning, but then she like found the groove, and it mm. was it was great. 
Raja to me, I think it sucks to open. Like I love that they made it random. The order, I think that was an important part of. I didn't want to see strategizing. You know, it, it it goes along with the spirit of the season that it was random. The order of the roast. And that nobody was kind of like fucked over by another queen and yada, yada, yada. Like that wasn't a storyline and it sucks to go first. And Raja, for whatever reason, when Raja has to do this type of thing, like she puts on a voice. Yeah. And there's like a tone to it that makes it. I don't know. I'm not there with her. Does that make sense? It's it is a very it's almost similar to like when Monet was putting on the Wamana voice, you know, like mm. Raja. She it goes a little bit higher into her head and it's like, oh, hey, Monet. And it's like, yeah. That kind oh, of hey, Monet. That oh, exactly, hey, Monet. That's exactly where I hear it. Yeah. Yes. And and it it feels very like, you know, it is on the edge of cool. And it's like. Right. But the thing is, like, Raja, your natural delivery is actually better than this and that was the same with monet in the acting challenge was like no just do the thing you do don't put don't put any more sprinkles on this i i I, what i like about it is in some ways this tone does contribute to that like don't give a shit attitude Mm -hmm. but i guess i just want it to be like real raja not giving a shit not like performative raja not giving a shit you know you want to hear raja 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 i want to hear raja 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 and it's not yeah. on the soundboard instead so. of elvira yeah you don't want to hear elvira obsessed yeah. should i play it do you want me to you want me to play i'll play it <laughs> the sound of your bed it's elvira obsessed <laughs> Obsessed. So, Notice it's, it's obsessed is the worst. It's obsessed. Because <laughs> if she just went down, obsessed. Like, it'd be it'd be mm. very, like, I love oceanography. I love it. But it's love not it. as bad as, I'm obsessed. Like, that's sure. too much. Too much. Sure. Uh, yeah, and, you know, um, the next was Shay after Evie. Shay was fine. Um, again, I thought she had good jokes for Jada. And it made, it was impressive that she you know, didn't write anything down except for the names. And I wonder if we saw it unedited, how it would have looked. Yeah. I, I just wish that Shay's had a little more bite to it. I, I thought even in the rehearsal, it was, it was weird how, you know, they didn't show anything. They didn't show anything. They? And then it was like Ross's feedback was, you know, it'd be great if you like put yeah. on an affectation. And it was like, no, let's take off the affectations. Actually, I enjoyed Shay the most this week when she was being real in the workroom about mm-hmm. like, shit, I got to figure something out. I was like, finally, mm-hmm. real Shay. Yeah, real Shay. Obviously, Jinx just eviscerated this. Um, I do think that her best joke was the line of Coke joke. That I mean, that to me is, it, it's a hat on a hat on a hat. It, it's a great joke. I just wish I hadn't heard it in Snatch Game. Yeah, you're right. You're and right. that was the and that was the other one where I was like, oh, I've heard this before. And like, you could say it's like a reference, but I was like, no, it's it it's definitely like doing the, it's using the same joke. And it just when it when it was like such a big hit in her last, you know, in Snatch Game, it you're going to notice it again. And I just it was I was surprised that. The editing, I guess, kept in like that they were keeping in things that we had definitely heard before, you know? Yeah, we got the Shangela joke, uh, which I thought worked really, really well as well. Um, you know, th- those are just two highlights. Yeah. Um, Trinity, we cousins was, I think. Yes, uh, yeah. yes, yes. Uh, Trinity was had. I, I don't know. Obviously had very good jokes. I spoke about this last week, but that joke 
Evie, don't let anyone tell you you're not pretty. You're not, but don't let them tell you. Is so well done. It, you know, I feel like there was a cut when they showed it in the episode, and it, and maybe I'm misremembering it, but it made it feel like there was a, it was the the timing was being edited in. Um, oh, but maybe I'd have to rewatch it. You know, just one thing, just to mention before we move way further from Jinx was when Jinx, I think, makes that the the coke you know, off the dick joke and turning into my mother, there's a really great little nuance of it shows Ross laughing, but then the camera loses focus because the camera person's laughing. <laughs> and I, that, that it's the tiniest micro moment, but it's when it's that shot of Ross covering his face and laughing. You'll see the camera lose focus because the cameraman's laughing camera person could be Sarge could be wintergreen. I don't know. Yes, you're right. Um, yeah, no, Trinity, you're, you're claiming that Jinx probably wrote most of these jokes, correct? I mean, I think that the Flint, Michigan one had a bit of a Monet energy, but Uh like, that was a great joke and, you know, you got a slap at the table from Rue, but uh, yes, I, I think when they show Jinx in the workroom saying, you helped me so much during the, the first design challenge, so I'd love to return the favor. It's like, well, what do you think that is? You know? Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Um. I will say this to give Trinity credit, you know, because you love her porch and all. I do love her. I'm going to find that button. Be careful. I just love how she delivered these jokes because that is also half the battle. She had to deliver them. Yeah. And like, especially when they're not your jokes, I think in some ways that's even harder because you Uh have to like do the extra work of like making it yours. And I mean, Michelle, you remember my porch. Sorry, my finger slipped. No worries. <laughs> the Wikipedia timing, the Raja joke, I thought that was really funny. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, sh- I don't know. I, th- the weakest joke for me was the pinata story. Um, I thought that could have had a little bit more economy to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and she had mentioned, I think, in that sort of a Twitter exchange with Viv that some of her jokes got cut as well. So, oh, um, wow. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, obviously they probably all had to be cut for time to some extent, but like this is the kind of challenge you. Put the unedited versions on YouTube. Get the ad revenue, guys. Oh, my God. They'd be so popular. Yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, granted, they'd be opening themselves up, especially the queens, uh, to, you know, what Viola Chosky went through. Right? Like, I don't know. There is, know. A, there is a risk to that, especially yeah. they've done so much work to make sure that these winners looked good the entire time. They're not going to just willy-nilly put it on YouTube. Well, if there was more good content, you know what I mean? Like, oh, edit it still just to I show see. more of the good jokes, you know? Yeah, I feel like these were the best ones. Hmm. Not according to Viv. She felt, and oh. yeah, she felt they cut oh. some of her best jokes. So, oh. yeah. Oh. No. <laughs> yeah. So. And I, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and I, oh, oh, oh. That tickles so much, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it does. It, it, and it goes three different spots. It's like, oh, yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Uh, um, Mary, the light up runway, the doors Ginger Minge and Mo Hart have opened. I know. I was like Ginger Minge in the look that they sent her home in. Yes, you Mary. got the gal. She she tried. She tried. They didn't lower the lights for her. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's all it was. Oh, my God. That's all they needed to do. And then apparently the same designer of Mo Hart's light up runway uh, is Joshua Aponte, who we talked about last nuance, uh-huh. designed Jade Essence Hall's uh, uh, four, four seasons of Hall. Right, right. Uh, well, I, I, this week was, I mean, 
across the board, I can't say anything negative about any of these looks. Oh, I know. They're just, I know. It's I incredible. love that about the season. Yeah. I just, the, the amount of production value this added, I'd be surprised if they didn't give Queens more money for this. Um, or if like they had to rent it somehow, I don't know. But like all of these looks were very, to quote Julie Roberts, very expensive. Um, mm-hmm. I, big mistake, I, yeah, I mean, huge. big mistake, huge. Exactly. If I were to pick a winner from the eight, this is going to rustle some feathers. Speaking of birds on the runway, um, Shea Coulee. Yeah, I would say hers was really impressive. I mean, all of them, I just love the drama of the presentation mm. and the lights going down and the close-up shots. Like, all of them really shined. I think um, Shay was great. I, I loved, I, I thought Jinx was really cool. I loved there was, like, a narrative Jinx there. Was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was really, I mean, just, I mean, obviously Raja's was just, like, you know, what's interesting is I feel like this is the, I, I would imagine that some of these were like the hardest looks to wear. You know what I mean? We're like, get mm-hmm. me out of this as fast as possible. And mm, I think, especially um, Jada, right? Yeah, yeah. It's really just insane. I'd love to know how much these looks cost. Trinity's Trinity's look dangerous. Like it looked like a fire hazard. Yeah, I mean, it, it was just wild. I uh, I love the queens that just went went over the top. If I were to pick one that I felt was a little understated, that I feel like could have had bigger impact would be Monet's. I know. I felt like that was more of like maybe close up. Some of those little constellations Mm -hmm. like jumped out more, but it was compared to what really almost everyone else did. It was less lights. Yes. Yeah. 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 And, and you know, maybe that's not a bad thing for some people that it's like, no, it's, it's better. I think the most elegant one was Evie's. Oh yeah, yeah, that was great. I thought that was oh my god, really incredible. Uh, that little mushroom, mushroom thing, uh, and I think it was maybe it was after the first, maybe it was after Raja's look. But I just need to acknowledge that like on RuPaul's Drag Race in 2022, Ronan Farrow made a Brian Dennehy joke, and like we just that is. So what is the joke? So he it was a joke about like somebody called Brian H- Dennehy because she's doing great after coming out of her cocoon. It was a cocoon joke. Oh my god. Lo- but like the name Brian Dennehy has been on Drag Race. The same episode where a drag queen held a bedazzled plunger at the rest of them and said cunts. Then Ronan Farrow makes a Brian Dennehy Mia joke. Mia Farrow's son. <laughs> Frank Sinatra's lookalike makes a Brian Dennehy cocoon joke. I mean, say the name Hume Cronin and my head's going to explode. It just I just need to mention that. The last time I heard the name Brian Dennehy was on an episode of South Park. I mean, let's talk about camp. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I just think that there is, this is important. I mean, God, if ever there was a time to say, if we don't make these references, we lose these references. And I love Brian Dennehy. He's great in Tommy Boy. I love that movie. Uh, speaking of references that we need to keep making, the Vivian references single white female mary yeah which i'll never watch because as she even hints that's correct the dog does not fare well in no nope. fact it's farewell for the dog in uh female. also uh, points for birds on the runway Vivian. uh-huh yeah i mean she claims angel i see birds it's birds yeah yeah it's birds angels are birds angels are just types <laughs> of birds An- angels are birds in heaven yeah, they're birds, Mary. You heard of birds, birds of paradise? That's a bird of heaven. 
Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, Birds of Drag Race. Bird, uh, yeah. It's our coffee table book that's coming out very soon. Mm-hmm. It's going to, you know, we're going to get a cease and desist later, of course, letter, of course, but uh, it's coming out. It's going to so. be worth <laughs> kidding. it. kidding. It's not coming out. <laughs> it, no, it's also not. We have, we've done no work on this, but we have done an episode called The Birds of Drag Race. So we have charted this through many seasons. Did we... Did we do a whole episode? Yes, I believe. Mary's keep me honest, but I think it's a Matreon episode. We did the Birds of Drag Race. We didn't. We there's no way we did all of them. Maybe we did, did it. We do all I, well, of listen. Them? If we could do the Fingers of Drag Race, we. I did think we bird. did top ten or something. Yeah, right? I just feel like we did. I, you know, Mary's who know. Did we do the Birds of Drag Race? Do we need to? Uh, there's so many there's more Birds fingers. of Drag Race. There's Bugs on the Runway. Bugs on the know, Runway. There's, there's lots to discuss. There's you know Safe Zone Drama, which there's been none of this season, other than Jinx Monsoon with the sunglasses. Mm, yes. Well, no, you know bad. what? I take that back. I think Safe Zone Drama is all of the queens watching the lip syncs with absolute apathy every week. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Yes, there it is. I love that. Uh, who fucked Monet? Um, this this lip sync, Trinity versus Jinx. Um, Trinity. Trinity does this move. I've seen her do this before, probably on like the finale of all of season nine. Uh, maybe even All Stars. She did it in a lip sync. I don't know, but she does this move where she does a turn while she's on her knees, mm-hmm. and for me, it doesn't work. It doesn't have the impact that I think she thinks it does. Well, she made a <clears throat> she made a joke in the like dance challenge, the TikTok dance challenge um, episode about how like her she has three signature dance moves. It's like toss her hair, shake her butt. Uh-huh. And like do one more thing, and then we saw her do that repeat like over and over and over in this lip sync, and it was like, yeah, that is kind of it. Uh, listen, I'll say this: this was a not a good lip sync choice. Out of a song, mm-hmm. I just don't understand these like overproduced lip sync songs. I feel like the vocals are all smoothed over and sound. Like just it's like a it's like they're being played on a on a synth like it just there's nothing to cl- like hold on to in these songs mm. and it just feels so smoothed over and boring. You know the one that I feel like has a little bit more bite that is kind of a contemporary to Ava Max would be like Dua Lipa. Mm-hmm. I think that she you can hear more punch in her lyrics. Yeah, but you're right. This didn't have a lot of bite to the words. No, um, it's interesting that we also watched Canada's Drag Race, which we're going to be talking about after this. Uh, their lip sync this week was also like, who chose this Justin Bieber, Nicki Minaj like, monstrosity? So, yeah. yeah. Oh, I know. I it just feels like when there are weeks like you know Ella Fitzgerald and Designing Women, where they get it so right with something that isn't from five years from the last five years. It's like. Maybe, hmm, I wonder if there's a whole catalog of things you guys could be pulling from that aren't, like, on the, the Spotify Top 100 for, like, 17-year-olds. You know what I mean? Like, is there, is there something with a little more nuance? I guess I feel like one of the Zoomers last week that was like, oh, this lip sync is for boomers. Um, because, yeah, this this week, I feel like this lip sync is just not for us. And there are probably... Fans out there that are, were like living, we're like, oh my god, yes, I love this song. Oh my god, they did so well. You know, I would love to hear from Marys who had maybe that reaction of like, oh, great lip sync song, 
and they killed it or just great lip sync song. Because I think we can objectively also say that, like, I don't think Jinx really knew what to do with this song. I think other than her three moves, Trini didn't really know what to do with this song. She was dressed as kind of like a jester type of, like, peasant, which, like, worked for the Kings and Queens theme. Right. But it was like otherwise it was like, what are you doing? Right. You know, like right. it's She's Jinx. Rope. <laughs> it's it's Jinx playing one chord again. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. It's just Jinx. Like it's when they had that xylophone and they were just banging it in the workroom. It, it's just that Jinx playing on stage. I feel like they're Jinx was trying to go the comedy route and it worked sometimes. Trinity was trying to go like, I don't know, the Kylie Sonique love route mm-hmm. where there was a move on every single move. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it got repetitive for Trinity. Trinity just got lost for me. Yeah. And yet I blame the song. I think I blame, yeah, the, I blame song. the song too. Yep. I blame yeah. the song. And, you know, and really I feel like this week more than any others, the Queens on the sidelines. I mean, it's basically because there's no blocking anymore. It's like, great. Let me just sit here and see who's going to win $10,000 instead of me. You know what I mean? Like, cause mm. like, we already know Ooh, that they've lies. got stars, but mm. you know, why am I, what am I cheering for? You know? Yeah, they want 10K. I got to say, I'm going to just put out this unpopular opinion. Next week is the variety show, which I think is a great spot for a final-ish episode before the final. I think having a variety show and it not being a RuPaul song is a great idea. Like, I love that that's going to be one of the last challenges. I Mm -hmm. think that's great for this season. Love the narrative of that. I'm... As we go into the top four in two weeks, I got to be real honest. And Marius can disagree with me. I'd love to hear alternative opinions on this. I feel like I'm rooting for a main season winner to win and not an all-stars winner. And I'm kind of, I don't know, I'm taking Bobby Drag Queen, you know, that thinking about it. Oh, well, they didn't win their season. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Is that wrong? Well, I'm. I don't think it is and i think that's what's going to happen so i guess it's all going to work oh, out jinx like right jinx or jada mm-hmm. i mean i i think it's very likely going to be jinx you know honestly it's like there's the fantasy of like jade essence hall from like you know the the malign season 12 winner to winner of all we all queens all winners whatnot but honestly i also think jada i don't think she'd get a warm reception i don't think people would want that to yeah, happen right. over jinx people want mm-hmm. jinx to win yep. and and I just think it would not be for us. It would be a, like a, an exciting, satisfying finale. But that's like that's not it's not everybody, you know, small fraction. So, yeah, right. Like that's not who they're making this show for, you know. Oh, so, if Jane Essence Hall went on this podcast, Mary, I, I, I would, I would explode. I would well, explode if I got to interview Jade Essence Hall. Talk about the video that she made in Paris. Talk about the assassination of season twelve. I, I just want to like get in her brain a little bit. Oh, she's so, so talented. Anyway, um, sh- you're right, Mary. She probably won't win. It should be Jinx at this point. I guess I'm bringing that up because, like, if Trinity is probably going to be in the top four at this point, I don't think Trinity should win. If there's anybody else that's going to be in the top four that I would want to win, it would be Raja. And I don't think she's going to be in the top four. I yeah, I'm just not feeling like that's going to happen. I really feel like it could actually be Trinity and Monet, and it could be what you oh, said. Yeah. Like it maybe could be, Trinity could, and Monet will, you know, finally show down. And um, 
but yeah, I, I think at the end of the day, we it's got gonna... that Easter egg from Monet, right? Uh, she said, oh, of course, you know, I was waiting to the end to win two uh-huh. challenges in a row. I was uh-huh. waiting to the end. Um, so yeah, maybe it could be Monet uh, in the finale. I will say if Monet wins, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be insane. I, it, it wouldn't be insane. No, it wouldn't yeah. be insane. I would feel bad that Jinx didn't win. It just kind of feels like, and every All-Star season has this, where there yes, is one right. queen that's where right. it feels the most obvious is going to win is kind of her season. And it's that, like, remembering that this entire season has is been edited in retrospect. So, like, uh-huh. we've that's been right. told the story the entire time of who's yeah. going to win, you know? Yeah, Monet playing strategy. Maybe that's going to come into play where Trinity gets to pick the fourth. You know what I mean, Mary? Like, Who knows? Right? Could be that. Trinity wins next week and picks Monet, you know, mm-hmm. to get the extra star or something. Um, Monet, I think, is so charming, so fucking funny, um, and... I don't think Jinx would care if she lost to anybody. You know what I mean? Like, that's oh, the other thing. It's like, yeah. none of these queens really care. Well, maybe Trinity does. But <laughs> otherwise, well, I don't think they really yeah. care. Yeah, I think ultimately it's just the amount of money, you know? It's just really oh, the fact that, I like, see. you... I mean, yes. and, you know, top two, you stand to at least make 100000 or 200000 So, and I think, actually, the top... Did I hear this correctly that even the top four like the other two are still gonna make some money oh that you know hey i i would hope so right um you know monet did just get her place renovated and she has like a whole um wardrobe office area oh and I, then, read, I heard that yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. i mean so you know you know, Coming into she, some money. She and Bob are going on tour and they uh-huh. the, i mean oh yeah that's also the thing too is i i would imagine queens who like Jinx and Dela with like everything that they've done in the past couple of years and what Monet's mm. done. It's also like, well, the 200,000 would be nice, but it's not like there aren't other avenues, you know? Right. Right. It, yeah. Uh, so it feels I, different. I, yeah. yeah. It feels a little different. Um, at this point, it almost feels like the money is, it is icing because, uh, you know, as Raja would say, like I've just, you know, doubled my audience. Like that is, mm-hmm. it's a longer investment. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. It's great. Mary, I'm assuming that your BSA is Kennedy Goddamn Davenport, but it might be Wintergreen. Who is it? Well, I mean, it would have been Kennedy, Kennedy Goddamn Davenport. And in a way, I mean, she gets an honorary, you know, BSA for that Zoom call. But I mean, I think it's especially for Untucked, it's going to be Wintergreen. I think it, mm. it's a really lovely little conversation. Untucked is very fun this week. I, we didn't really talk about it much, but it's, really, it's a very fun oh, week yeah. in Untucked. I thought it was fun. I the who fucked Monet was just so oh god, nobody was expecting that to happen. Um not not to shade Monet, but like that that to blow up. You know what I mean? Um I wanted to just spend a little bit of time because it kind of reminds me of a conversation we had for UK season three where RuPaul on a, you know, unaired footage says to the Queens, like, thank you so much. You're doing a, a service to the world right now to be a distraction for people that need it, that are feeling anxious and you know, you're doing that work. Thank you so much. And it reminded me of the conversation of drag Queens kind of being in the center of their community, being political activists, yada, yada, yada. And what's interesting about this sentiment from Rue is that it's almost the opposite. It's almost like you're making us laugh instead of making us think and act. 
Mm-hmm. It, it, and, and to be honest, it, it felt more like true. Like it felt more well, like, yeah, actually what yeah, y'all are more true. What y'all have been doing the past couple years sure. is maintaining this distraction and this thing to put our energy towards and this thing to relax with and this thing to have fun with despite everything else. Like that's absolutely what drag race has been. And like, as much as we can talk about like, Oh my God, it's just like every time you turn around, there's a new season. It's like, isn't that great that like, even like, this is something you could get tired of, you know? And yet like when you want something easy and fun and entertaining and people in drag pointing plungers at each other and calling them cunts like here they've been doing this they've been entertaining us but it is i feel like that feels i don't think that that's a downgrade i think that's huge i think that's great i think that's more genuine than saying like you are our soothsayers you are our truth tellers you are historians like the leaders you're Uh the leaders that's like oh did i think that's okay hold on some people um but this feels a lot more accurate especially when we're talking about these queens on a tv show oh for sure i mean it's such a large platform that if one of them oh god peppermint for instance wanted to go off and be an activist right like or nina west right that i also think is is deep in kind of activist work in a very different way that they can it is such a large platform um and it doesn't mean that there's not space for escapism. It doesn't mean that there's not space for queer joy as much as like many of us are kind of uh, a little on edge right now for, for various reasons. Uh, so I, you know, I, I thought it was an interesting thing to point out and remind audiences as well that you don't have to get up there and do a really important, you know, lip sync to, you know, I don't know, some famous speech. Yeah, yeah, that I, I think that it doesn't always have to be that that display of of anything other than, yeah, just distracting people for a little bit, giving people something to laugh about. Like, I think that's, yeah. th- there is a lot of, th- a lot of value in that too. Laughter helps. You know, um, there was a, maybe this is a conversation for nuance, but I was talking with another uh, gay choral conductor um, who was conducting uh, a gay chorus, you know, mid to late, sorry, mid to early 90s, which, as you know, <laughs> is a really interesting time for gay people. And my question to him was, like, how did you program concerts? Like, how did you know what to program, like what the singers needed to rehearse and then what audiences wanted to hear about? He's like, well, Johnny, you know, we were singing at funerals every weekend. So when we got into rehearsal, we didn't want to sing about any of that. We needed to keep the party going and we needed to keep spirits up as best as we could. And that was how I programmed in that world. And it was the most illuminating conversation I had with a leader in in that era. And it reminded me of this conversation right now in our world. It is like awful. Is it the worst? Who knows? I don't know. I wasn't around for other things, but it is really bad for a lot of different people, for many people in the world. And it's okay to keep the party going. It doesn't mean that you're ignoring anything. It just means that part of your spirit needs to survive. Well, right. Exactly. Right. It's kind of, you know, still got to eat, you know? Uh, Yep. Yeah. 
still make room for dessert. You know what I mean? Why not? Like, especially yeah. when shit's and bad. Corn. And corn, you know? And corn. <laughs> Greetings, Earthlings. Put your ears on, you know? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> how can she be this gorgeous? After all these years, how could she be this gorgeous? <laughs> I was going to do this one. Ladies, ladies. Knock it off! <laughs> and then Michelle interrupted because I I was like, oh, that 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 button is also not going anywhere. Like this. How can she be this gorgeous? After all these years, how could she be this gorgeous? I, I've never Absolutely. identified with a voice. Like I know that woman. I know I that know voice. I know that voice. Yeah. Jersey Turnpike, <laughs> exit thirteen A. Yeah. Michelle Schumpack. Michelle Schumpack. South Plainfield. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Mr. Sheffield. <laughs> Why hasn't she been a judge on Drag Race yet? I don't know. Probably for the same reasons as Cher. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Fran Drescher, Cher. I feel like the two of them are, you know. Well, you know, what do we learn as... from Dolly Parton? We learn from Michelle about Dolly Parton. The day is just very long. It's a yeah. long-ass fucking day. And I, you know, some some. Huge stars either don't have time or just don't want to do it. I it's a lot it. of money, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, uh, anyway, I, I think that's all I got. Yeah, BSA Wintergreen. That's that's my last note. I love that for you, Marys. We are going to leave it there. If you have any thoughts on the All Star Seven roast. You can reach out to us on Instagram at AllRightMaryPod. You can email us at AllRightMaryPodcast at gmail.com or find us on the web at www.AllRightMary.com or tasteofreality.com slash AllRight-Mary. And if you want, I'm on Instagram at Johnny Also. And you can find even more of me on my other two podcasts in the details, a celebration of nuance or best supporting podcast, a celebration of best supporting actresses, and you can get more of me on Instagram at Colin Drucker underscore and more of both of us on Patreon, including Nuance, the All Right Mary After Show, which will be coming out on Tuesday, where we will be certainly catching up on Drag Race, Canada's Drag Race Season 3. Uh, maybe that won't be Nuance. Maybe it'll just be Canada's Drag Race. In any event, we're going to be talking about Canada's Drag Race, and that's all at patreon.com slash All Right Mary. All Right Mary, what is our last chance lip sync this week? Well, you know, speaking of songs where it's like, give me some things to hold on to. Give me some crags in the rock to get my fingers into. I, this, I, especially given how many times Jinx has gotten the opportunity to lip sync this season, why not just give her the Liza Minnelli number that she deserves, that requires singing, that requires acting, that requires face journeys that she can make funny if she wants to. And why not just have her do It Was a Good Time? from Liza with a Z because that song has fucking everything it is fucking everything and uh that's what we needed this week fucking everything who's fucking Monet and where's the who fucking everything Monet? who <laughs> fucked Monet and where's my fucking lip sync so, <laughs> give me you fucking money <laughs> give me you fucking money so that's what All right, that's what's up thank you so much for listening who fucked Monet and we'll see you next time Tatsis. it was a Time it was the best time it was a party just to be near you it was a good time it was the best time and we believed that it would last forever we would stay together and share the life
Such a good time.